Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Our next guest can hold her breath. This is no joke. For the entire length of Bohemian Rhapsody, she is swum down the depth of Liberty Hall in the sea on one breath. <laughs> and I've seen parts of underwater that most of us can only dream of. And now she's written a book sharing some of her incredible experiences. Her name is Claire Walsh. She's in studio with us. Claire, <laughs> hi. How are you? I'm so delighted to be here. I'm so, we're delighted to have you back in because we spoke to you before when you were the free diving Irish record holder. Oh, I mean, national record national holder. National record holder. I was on my way to the world championships. You and I was were. sitting in this chair and yeah. I was so optimistic. And Look, a lot has changed since then, but yeah. let's. I'd love to go back to, to try and understand where you discovered free diving. Because the book, by the way, I should say, is Underwater, I Holding My Breath Taught Me to Live. And it's, it's a look at Claire's life, but around free diving, with free diving as the kind of theme that's, that ties it all together. Yeah, so free diving is the theme for me, but I think, you know, for someone else, that could be running, that could be gardening, that could be crocheting. It was something that gave me a little bit of structure, a yeah. little bit of form to pretty much work stuff out. Which everyone has to do. Exactly. Okay, so let's go back then to when you first kind of became aware of freediving. I think my first memory of freediving, and I didn't know what I was watching. Oh, okay. I was in the Galapagos. <laughs> of course, oh, I mean, As every good story starts, <laughs> I was in the Galapagos. This one time in the Galapagos, uh, we were on a snorkel trip and, you know, you park up, park up, which I'm sure is the right phrase for yeah. once you park up, dropped anchor and we got in the water while the crew were making our lunch. So one of the crew members got in to the water with me and, you know, below us, there's the most incredible marine life. Yeah. So I'm talking penguins, uh, turtles and all fish of all different colours. So there I was watching it face down the water snorkel. And then the guy beside me, he folded at the waist and started kicking down. And suddenly, I wasn't watching the fish anymore. <laughs> no. It was incredible. He pulled himself down. He was kicking down and pulled himself down with the rock. And he started playing peekaboo with nurse sharks underneath. Oh, he my was, God. Like, I kind of forgot that he wasn't breathing. Yeah. He was so natural. He clearly had been doing this all his life. And I just thought, this is the closest thing I'll see to a merman <laughs> in my entire life. Yeah. But I didn't know what I was yeah, looking Of course at. not. You don't know what that is. How would you? Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't for another couple of years. And I was in Belize this time. I was traveling. There's yeah. a bit of travel. There's a the reason book. around all this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in Belize and a couple of Australian lads kicked down and went into a cave. Okay. Now, it felt like minutes. I'm probably a little bit competitive. I tried yeah. to keep up, took a big breath, pulled out the snorkel, went down, and sure my ears stopped me. Of course. They came out the other side, and I very nonchalantly asked them, so what was that, and how do you learn how to do it? Mm. And they told me, this is freediving. Right. That evening... I googled freediving, <laughs> where you can do it, booked my plane, train, boat, bus over to the island of Utila. Where's Utila? It is an island off Honduras. Okay. And within a week, I had done my first course, and the rest is, um, quite frankly, a book. Yeah, now, as look, we, we get to the bit where you, you hold the national record for, for holding your breath in, in, free, in a free dive, but were you instantly really good? Like, do you think you were kind of predetermined that this was going to be your, your path? No, 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 not at all. I'm probably 
mediocre, <laughs> mediocre level of talent in terms of freediving. Um, I was kind of good to start with, but a lot of people are. And I think that's the terrific thing about being a beginner in the sport. You have a really steep progress curve. Mm. So it's really, really encouraging. But like loads of the other things I had tried when I was traveling, like zip lining, uh, paragliding, we'll never do that one right, again. Right, fair. Um, I came home and just presumed it would be cool photos on my Instagram for life. That's and, it, yeah, as done. done. Yeah, yeah. But it just wasn't the case. Because freediving spills over into your life, doesn't it? I mean, reading the book, it it gave you like it it it's not. People talk about the danger. Obviously, freediving is dangerous, right? Mm. People talk about that, but it's not about danger for you. It's about stillness. It's about focus. It's about peace. centering peace. That's a word you use a lot in the book about that. And it is, you know, it is a dangerous sport, but a really big impetus for writing the book was to share the incredible aspects mm. of the of the sport. And like that I talk about peace a lot. And I think it, it opens it opens with underwater you don't hear anything. Mm. And when I think about my day-to-day life, how noisy it is in my head, thinking about what I have to do later on. I didn't take the dinner out of the freezer to defrost. You know, you're thinking about all these <laughs> all things. The things yeah, yeah. And you don't realise it. And with that, your breathing follows. You're caught in this state of, I suppose, I won't say heightened anxiety, but there is like a hum of anxiety in the mm. background. And then suddenly, when you're in the water and you're breathing, you're preparing to hold your breath, it's quiet. There are no distractions. I don't have my phone in my hand. I'm not listening to music. It's just me, my mind. And actually, it's not all that bad. Yeah. Um, and how much of it do you think then as well, because of the fact that free diving by the nature of the, the sport that it is, you know, there's a, certainly from the outside, there's mm. a fear element. So how much do you think it is about facing your fears and how you can bring that into your life as well? Um, that's a really good question. Um I don't, you see, I don't think I've ever been fearful right. of freediving. Yeah. I have been fearful of my own self-belief mm-hmm. uh, far more than anything that I do in the water. So when I was in with you in 2019, I was just about to head off to the World Championships. And my big challenge in that, and I, I speak about it in one of the chapters, it's not so much about you know preparing for the dive or this big, you know seemingly dangerous sport, but it's about ignoring those voices yeah. that came and whispered in my ear, you're not good enough. Who do you think you are? You know, what if something goes wrong? What will people think? All these voices that probably beforehand would have stopped me going after. Right. It. So it's not so much about the, there's nothing really about the sport that I fear. You know, there are rules. You mm-hmm. can play by them. Yeah. So respect is a... Never really dive alone. Never, ever dive alone. Yeah. Ever. Um, so it's not so much about the sport, but it is about the things we tell ourselves that stop us from going yeah. for that sport or that achievement or that goal, whatever that might be. Yeah, I mean, th- this is the inspiration I certainly found in the book was that, you know, you can you can take what, the lessons you're, you're, you're writing about and you can apply them to anything. It's not it's not a freediving book. No, you know? it really, really isn't. Like I said, it could be anything. Yeah. Um, running, whatever it is. And it's funny, I... <laughs> I was the person on the bus this morning reading my own book. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But it's funny, you know, it's been a while since I've finished the manuscript, but it had nice little reminders for myself. Yeah. You know, I'm starting a whole new process at the minute. I'm sitting here. This is exciting, but it's also kind of nerve wracking. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a little reminder to, hey, put yourself out there. 
a little bit of bravery and vulnerability can go a long way. I did see you being very brave recently. Uh, you've, you've taken lots of photos underwater mm-hmm. with your eyes open, which yeah. to me is just, I don't know how anyone ever does that. I know where that. this is going. But I saw you take photos <laughs> in milk. Yeah. <laughs> Follow Claire Walsh Life on Instagram. <laughs> You'll see this. And it's like, what is happening? It looked amazing. And, and you say what is happening and I can't really give you the answer yeah, to that. that's fair. A photographer friend of mine, she just wanted to try something. Uh, Nana, a fantastic Danish uh, photographer, she's always wanted to take photos of me in a bath in milk. Yeah. But in Dahab, we don't have baths. So she came to visit me and she saw the bath and the first thing she said, we can do that photo. So we filled the bath and then we put eight litres of milk into it and I sat there. Did I you lay there. it up? A little bit. A little bit. Fridge temperature milk would not be a pleasant thing to get into. but my skin was so smooth Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did you ever think you'd write a book? Um, No. Well, I I was asked, um, you know, have you ever thought about writing a book? And I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've thought about running a marathon. Sure. I have done no training. (laughs) Um, And in terms of the story I was going to tell, I hadn't a clue. Of course, I think it was always a dream, but like that, it's run a marathon, I'd love to do this, that and the other. It seemed very far away. And actually, I'm having my book launch in Debray in Wicklow, or in Bray this afternoon, or this evening. And when I had COVID, I used to go on walks as part of my recovery. I'd walk by the window. I was writing the proposal for the book at the time. Right, And it kind of started as a joke. I'd stop at the window and I'd say, my book is going to be there at some point. And now tonight. And it is all in the window and my book launch is there tonight. And very quickly, you mentioned COVID there. Mm. Is is it true that COVID, you suffer from long COVID? Yeah. Has that put a stop to your diving? Oh, absolutely. And again, so there is the physical elements. You know, I, I have chronic fatigue, yeah. um, which, you know, changes your day-to-day life and what you can and can't do. But the big aspect is the mental side of things. So, you know, I talk about in the book of, you know, the cycle of doubting yourself, uh, stopping yourself from doing it. So long COVID has brought a whole new element to that and to push through, essentially. If, if it stops you diving and doing the thing that you love mm. so much, have you replaced that then with another activity or something else that grounds you and centres you and gives you the peace? Yeah, that's a super question. And it always comes back to breathing. For breathing, me. right. So... If I'm not preparing to dive, at the very least, I can do the small practices around diving, for Mm. example, um, breath work, breath training, holding my breath. I can do that dry on my couch, under a blanket at home. And, you know, obviously there are so many benefits to that, but it also just keeps me a little bit connected. Makes sense. Swimming in the sea, uh, down in the cove in Greystones, I think they're (laughs) listening in at the minute. Um, Just being connected with the water is just a little reminder of what I do under it. Well, the book launch, uh, as Claire said, is tonight in Dubray. And next Tuesday in Maynooth. Next Tuesday in Maynooth. And the book is called Underwater, How Holding My Breath Taught Me to Live. Claire Walsh, thank you so much for writing this book and thank you for coming in and chatting to us today. Thank you. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.